Dream over. That game over. Dream over. Yeah, dream is over. Over and done with. Now it's time to wake up and start the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, let's start there. Uh, Velveteen Dreams no longer with the NXT, WWE, blah, 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 E, E, P, phone home. He's no longer with any homes, games, things, dreams. Done. Do you think he'll be picked up anywhere? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, if he does, it'll have to be years down the line because this is kind of a touchy subject, dude. Really touchy. Like, I don't think anybody would, like, pick him up because of all of the shit that happened. It's like, uh, no, 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 no. And the bad part is, like, he had such a bright future. Like, it was yeah. so bright. And he just fucked it. I like, mean, not literally. A resting mind, you know what I mean? And yeah. his other mind, whatever you want to call it, fuck that all up. Okay, but, like, I'm not saying that I condone, but I can see what happened. Like, I can see what happened. It's like, you get famous... You start to get what you want, and it's like, hmm, I can just, you know, have whatever I want. Just like, it's here, it's available, it's mm, touchy. And like, then you have fans that's coming at you, like, hey, hey. And like, sometimes late nights, you just be like, fuck it, I'll do it. I'm not saying it. I'm not condoning it, but I can see where his head went wrong. Like, to be honest, if you were in that situation, not with not with kids, not with no, fucking no, kids. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yes. But, like, you, you get a girl that's going to hit you up and be like, hey. You'd be like, hey. No, you kind of think about it, yeah. Yeah, it's like you go from there and, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where his head was at. Like, and then the fact that he just like enjoyed young kids. Like, okay, here's like, okay, once again, still not trying to defend him, but like, just looking at it from all sides. Yeah. Like, if, 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 like, here's the big if, big if, mm-hmm. if you were talking to this person and you had no idea what their age was, you'd be like, Fuck it. But you knew that he was fucking 15. Yeah. You knew. So you did that on purpose. So that is like, you know, you deserve whatever you get. That happened, like, not to get off, like, wrestling, but that happened to, like, a couple YouTubers and all that. Like, they knew their fans' age and they got into some shit, you know? That happened to a couple of Twitch streamers. Twitch streamers too? Okay. See? Like, yeah, like, it It happened. The thing, the thing is, it, it happens, like, it can happen to anybody, but, like, the thing is, like, once again, like I said, once you find out their age and their age is under the age of consent, you go, no, nah, 
Nope. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Nope. Exactly. It's funny because, like, I was going to come in here and, like, be objective about it, but it, it was you. So, like, I'm kind of, like, shocked about that because I thought we were going to kind of differ on that. Because, like, Mm-mm. you know, my, th- my thing all along was WWE didn't fire him, so they must have a reason and they must know something we don't. That was my, my thing all along. But they finally got rid of him, thank God. And, like, we could move on from this, you know, us as a community. You know what I mean? Like, fuck him, you know? Yeah, because, like, that was really hampering the community, especially with the recent firings that just happened in NXT. It was, like, it was, like, everybody, when the, these certain people got fired, they were like, oh, where's Velveteen Dream? Where's Velveteen Dream? And, like, they just kept pressuring them. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, though. So when everybody was getting fired, like, there was, like, uh don't be too sure that that's all the people getting fired. Like, that that had came out and I was like, hmm, what does that mean? And, like, they just kept saying, like, stuff just kept getting hinted at, like, there was more people to get fired. They didn't specifically say him, but then it was like, something earlier today was like, hmm, well, that's interesting, and then all of a sudden, Dream's gone. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with him. Him going, I hope he never comes to a wrestling ring ever again, and capitalizes on his like fame because that's basically what he did. He took like advantage of kid, in other words, you know. Now, granted, if, if he learned his lesson, then, but I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna put object, it... to it. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I'm gonna put him. In the Will Osprey category, yeah. Like, if you apologize, I would like have more sympathy for you. And like, while we're talking about Will Osprey as a human, I hope that you get better, and I hope that your neck is fine. And like, yeah. this really terrible what happened. But his neck, right? Yes, his neck. And he's gonna be out for a while, and that that fucking sucks. We're gonna get back yeah. to Velveteen Dream in a minute, but like, that fucking sucks. Like. You fucking win the biggest title in the world. First time you injure yourself, you have to vacate it. It just it just fucking sucks. Like him being a scumbag, like aside, as a human, that sucks. Because like you accomplish your dream, you know? Mm-hmm. So like it, it's fuck it's a fucked up situation for them. Yeah, but we'll get into that more later. Yeah. But yeah. like dream, yeah, like yeah like I really like like the reason I'm giving him compassion is because it's like he never like he never apologized and they made him go like super swarmy heel and like it was worse and it was like every time he was around even we said it on the podcast many times we're like this is bad this is fucking bad like even me like at first, remember, I, I was with him, like, no, like, he's talented. Like, if WWE didn't fire him, like, it's good, he's still talented. But after a while, his wrestling style changed, and it was like, mm-hmm. I'm not this anymore. <laughs> and, like, that shit kept, and it just kept annoying the fans. And, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just going to be a little bit assholey here because. 
everybody always talks about oh cancel culture this cancel culture this cancel culture it's so bad yeah it has it has its good sides but sometimes like when people get a taste of blood they're like we're not letting up because we know this is wrong even though there could be a saving grace we know that this is wrong and we're gonna destroy you because we know that this is wrong and like yeah. a little bit of it's like okay this is it's due to cancel culture the reason like if WWE said hey fuck it we're, we're, we're gonna keep them it's due to cancel culture that they was like no we have to get rid of them but at the same time you do like find out more and more slowly and slowly as time progresses and you're like well okay I do agree with the cancel culture thing but what's up with WWE because like the thing is we like we even said it was like maybe they're pushing it too far maybe the fans are pushing it too far but like then you dig a little deeper and it's like wait this this information is still out there and it's still ongoing it's like well I don't know if I can still just be like "Mm, you know let's turn a blind eye to this you know yeah, you can't turn a blind eye to it, you know? Like, you keep an yeah. eye on it. Yeah, but, like, it's just, like, I don't know. It's one of those things that, like, eventually, like, maybe he could come back and people would learn to forgive him. Yeah. Because it has happened where people have fucked up and, like, they have had their redemption arc, you know? So. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, God willing, he he will, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... Okay. So there's other people that, like, wrestling fans totally want, like, their head on a platter. Like, they want their head on a platter. And it's like, yeah. some of the stuff that they did is not even that bad. And they're like, nope, head on a platter. And, like, I they're still... Oh, huh? No, you say like it's not as bad as not as bad as Dream, if anything. Yeah, not not as bad as Dream, but like some of these was like consensual and like they were like total manipulations of people. But people are like, nope. Like even though they manipulated them, they have to leave. It's like, dude, I'm I know what you're saying, but he this person just gaslit this woman into a situation, and it wasn't like sex and rape it was just like gaslit her to believe something that wasn't true and she got hurt by it like mm-hmm. emotion hurt like that's perfectly sad for her but that's not a reason for him to get fired and I people like, 100% he needs to get fired but it wasn't yeah. like I know like people are probably like what the fuck dude like Manipulation is still manipulation. Okay, if you manipulated someone into having sex or like manipulated them to like touching on them and doing like stuff for you, then that's something totally different. Like, but if you just lie to the person and just like totally fuck them over, it's like, well, that's not a cancel culture thing. It's just like a fucking life thing and bad things happen. Like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around, like, as much as I look into the information, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the reason that people are still trying to cancel Matt Riddle. Still trying to wrap my head around. 
I knew that's what you were talking about. Yeah, and Jordan Devlin too, because like every time I Jordan Devlin even fell into the category for me as oh, this is just one of those things where it's just like oh, okay, well that happened because like I'm not even like I'm not even 100 percent sure that. Like it was even anything bad because like if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, like I said, I'm not 100 percent sure. If I'm remembering correctly. All he did was like gaslight a girl to like try to have sex with her, and it didn't happen. And like he just followed her around and all of this, and made her feel super uncomfortable, which is like weird and creepy, but not for firing. And people just like like in a party, and he was drunk too. Yeah, like, and people want him gone, and I'm like, I don't think that that's a thing. Plus, I want to say he apologized somewhat for it. Maybe not that's what I, it, but he apologized, I think. That's what I thought. People are still trying to hold his head on a swivel, and like, like somebody like Sid Schuyler, like, that's a totally different situation where, like, he, like, I don't think he should just keep getting away with it, but like, it's perfectly fine. I mean, not perfectly fine. Like I agree with it. Like perfectly fine that like nobody saying anything about it. Yeah. But like the Sid Scholar situation, like he did like kind of grope and like take advantage of a younger woman who is a young female wrestler who's trying, who's still trying to make her way in the business. And because of Sid's influence and being with WWE, he has a little bit of pull where he's like, "Yo, I don't want this woman here." It's like you're hampering her growth as a wrestler, and also she's really scared to go there because she's scared of what you might do to her. So, I mean, that is like a little concern where WWE should be like, hmm, I don't know if we want to keep Sid Scala. Yeah. But he's still there. It's kind of like a it's on them situation, you know? You can't. Yeah. You can speak your opinion, but you can't really bitch about it too much because. What is gonna do? Obviously, the bitching worked for Velveteen Dream, but that's because that was like running, you know. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't see anybody bitching about Sid Scholar. Like, every now and then, someone will bitch about Sid Scholar and then move on. Like, oh, Sid Scholar's an asshole. They need to get rid of him, and then it's just gone. It's like it just evaporates in the air. And it's like, even though he's a little guy, he did like mess with this person and is impeding her growth in the business. So it's like. I think we should, like, kind of take a look at that WWE, like, just a little. I mean, him being a little guy had nothing to do with it, because allegedly, let me, like, vocalize that, allegedly, I heard something like a, I want to say it was like a year ago, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. James Ellsworth got into some shit, I don't know exactly that, what happened, I'm just going to say he got into some shit, and, yes. like, I don't know what happened with that, but James Ellsworth is, like, what, 120 pounds of wet you know what I mean yes. so he's tiny tiny <laughs> you know yes and he's really nothing in, in this business the only reason he got famous is he lacks a chin <laughs> that's it but like yeah like it's it's a lot of dirtiness is still in this business and needs to be cleaned up but yeah whatever like like I mean, not whatever, like, we don't care. Shut up, people. We care. But, I mean, yeah, whatever. We don't know what to do about it. Yeah. I mean... Really nothing we can do. I mean, we could, what, petitions or whatever, cancel culture. But that's only going to work so far for so many people. Yeah, but, like... 
Yeah, and that's the bad part. Like, it's not working for the people, for the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like some of these people, like, when you're doing cancel culture, people, when you're doing cancel culture, please remember that some of these things are not cancelable offense. There's some things that you're like, well, that is a both sides thing, and we can just let that go. But, like, you are a piece of shit. That's all you can say. That's all. Not, not. Oh yeah, we need to cancel this person. Like mm, you did something weird and wrong, and we'll leave it at that. That's it, babe. But not like pitchforks and all that other shit, you know. So. No, I mean Drake Wards. That was a whole different story. Yeah, that motherfucker. Boy, if you don't know, he's the referee. That was in all, mostly all Johnny Gargano's matches and Master Champa, I believe, also? Yes. And so, here's the thing. He got released from WWE and everybody has been calling for him to be released. The stories that have been coming out about Drake, Jesus Christ. It's like, okay, I know that you have been, like, Q-pilled, but Jesus Christ, like, to this degree, it's like, okay, dude, you are a fucking psycho. Like, how, see, this is this is why I've always said to you, like, I've said to you multiple times pers- in our personal life, you know, mm-hmm. fuck Facebook, and I told you Facebook is the devil, and I've always yeah. told you this. I've told you mm-hmm. this. That is exactly how Drake became Q-Pilled, because he was on there and found QAnon, and became this fucking psycho that fucking warped his mind. Like, this is so, like, everything he's done is just so fucking crazy. It's just insane. That's why, why thanks to you, and I don't mean that, like, you say thanks to you, that kind of sounds like a shot, but, like, actually, thanks to you, I really don't fuck with it too much, because, like, it opened up my eyes and shit. And I'm only just on there because of family, whatever. Like, they fucking hit me up or whatever, like, hi, how you doing, whatever, but... I don't post or nothing like whatever. Like this guy, like he went fucking the shit that he was doing was like insane. Like the fucking mayor meetings, like the calling people out about the vax and like the mass and talking about how everything is so wrong and the election was stolen. And like the shit that he was saying was just like getting fucking psycho. When Triple H made a Black Lives Matter fucking I was just like, about to meeting, say he fucking got up and walked away. And it's like, dude, like, like you're fucking insane. And I've heard that he like tried to play the politic game and like get into like political situations where, you know, he's trying to like get over on people and try to be like the head referee and try to do this and get behind with Triple H and things like that. It's like dude what and like some of it was working like it literally was working some of the shit was working and Triple H was like letting him in until like somebody hit them was like dude this guy's a fucking nut job do not fucking pay attention to him yeah cause like it was working like to Triple H's mental was like oh yeah like no this, this guy is but like okay first of all he was ratting on his fucking comrades like dude your fucking team and then he I, I don't know why I call him Conrad's but like he just was like 
thing is weird. <laughs> it's like he's te- like he's telling it like all of the the border was proper. But go ahead. Yes, but like he's telling all his people. He's like, like when he does something and like somebody else doesn't do something, he's like, yo, um, that guy over there, he didn't do that. Like trying to make yourself look good and then stealing people's ideas and like trying to like he kept trying to weasel his way into like bigger positions and be better and then like putting down other people while he's doing all the psycho rhetoric like he even was about to get beat up by ej i forgot his name but he is he just got released which is fucking sad we're gonna talk about him in a second but like drake has like drake has done so much stuff to the point where it even came out today that everybody fucking hated him they could not stand to be around drake at all to the point where like when he got fired everybody was happy like not one person was like oh that's fucked up the loss of drake everybody was happy even the fucking crazy part is like him and johnny gargano are fucking close johnny gargano fucking turned against him was like dude you're fucking psycho i cannot be close to you anymore like, this shit that you're telling me is fucking crazy. I mean, you figure, like, okay, like, you know my personal life. Like, I had a friend that I had to cut through because he was a scumbag, right? Mm-hmm. Am I, am I really turning against him, per se? Or did I just open my eyes that he was a scumbag? It's, it's, op- it's opening the eyes, but, like, it's just, it's just like a fucking creepo, dude. <laughs> Yeah, like he's fucking psychotic. Like, the one thing, like, okay, right? Everybody, like, I'm in a mindset, like, everybody has their own right to think whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? Like, you don't believe in Black Lives Matter, fine. You don't believe in vaccine, fine. You don't believe in, in mass, fine. Do you? Let me do whatever what the fuck I want. But I mm-hmm. let you do whatever the fuck you want, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not like a corporate thing, like, and whatever, kind of gotta kiss your boss ass a little bit. So if you're in a fucking Black Lives Matter meeting, just sit there and shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then like, also, it's like, we're all working together and you just fucking get up and fucking leave and I have to fucking work with you in the meet knowing that you got up and fucking left this with no respect to me or my life. You, this is how you feel. Exactly. Well, fuck you. Like, like I, I can't, I can't back you up for this one. No. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't. Even if I'm somebody who just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not part of the Black Lives, and I just like just be like, oh wow, just like, I kind of, like I kind of agree, and then I see Drake leave and like. Well, this guy's a piece of shit. Like he's a fucking horrible dude. Like, yeah. I, like I'm, not, I'm not for it, but I understand it, and I'm just sitting here, and this guy leaves. Oh, this guy's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I can imagine that there's more people who not necessarily for it, but they they sat there. You know, what I mean? they were respectful. Yeah. And then, like fucking getting on fucking like fucking city council meetings through the NXT fucking website while you're at NXT, you're using their shit and you're going on these fucking meetings and telling people, hey, 
this is wrong and this is wrong to the point where every, the people next door that are fucking working out can hear you yelling about kids getting kidnapped and shit and it's like what the fuck is wrong with this guy it's come on right cause you know more mm-hmm. about business than me right not mm-hmm. only that in like a horrible offense but he could also kind of maybe get food for that Cause like he's giving them bad press and like he had like the NFT shit in the background and all that, you know? Yes, and also he was sending out like letters, like corporate letters using the corporate logo. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, like first off, like if you're gonna do that shit, don't do it around NXT. Mm-hmm. You're fucking doing it, tagging the NXT logo on the shit, acting like NXT supports this dumb shit that you're doing. Like, dude, what? Like, you're a fucking psycho, dude. Fucking psycho. Like, two people in bed are gone. Yeah, and like, dude, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but yeah, that. That EJ dude is like six eight, muscled up black dude. This just looks like a fucking million dollars. Yeah, and I just just reading an article on that. Like I didn't know nothing about him until I just read the article. Actually, before this podcast, like he looked like a star. Like he looked he looked yes. like a big ass. Like because I see him as a star too, but he looked like a big ass Chris Bay. <laughs> like he got has that presence in the picture that I see. No, he he's way better than Chris Bay. I mean, not way better, but he looks better than Chris Bay. Like this oh, guy, is a, he is like a fucking monster, and it's like, dude, you let him go. Like, and the thing is, I don't know exactly why they let him go, but if the thing was he snapped and was going to fight Drake. And you let him go because you're like, oh, maybe people feel unsafe because he was going to fight somebody. It's like, you have to realize where he was coming from. Drake kept fucking with him about the anti-mask and vaccine thing. And he just decided, dude, I'm going to fucking punch the shit out of you. It's like... like that's it. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. No. Go on. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, it's like years ago and like, I don't like this person, but like, when they fired when they fired a birthday patron or whatever for punching the shit out of somebody for being racist and whatever. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with him punching that guy. But like you know, like they they did that. I don't agree they should have fired him. So exactly. like I said. Him. Like I said, I'm not hundred percent sure that's exactly why they fired him, but if that's why, that's like uh, that's kinda dumb. It's kind of yeah. dumb, but it's it's like, yeah. So, I mean, they fired EJ. They fired um, Jessamine Duke. They fired Vanessa Horn, who... That one, I kind of agree. So, okay. The Jessamine Duke, I agree with because you weren't doing anything with her at all. Yeah. Let her do something somewhere else. Yeah, the Vanessa Bourne, like... I'm, I'm gonna let my Coomer side win here. But, like, she was hot. Like, you could have just kept her around. And just, like, you know, just kept her around. But, like, they let then, her go. I put it to you like this, though, right? 
Mm-hmm. Eva Marie's doing more than her, like, like her whole fucking career. What she had, like three matches? And Eva Marie's mm-hmm. doing promos right now. They didn't even do a goddamn thing with Vanessa Bourne. Just they could have put her in the fucking, what, what is it, the Robert Stone thing. And it, he could have had three women with him. But Yeah, know? but then they were going to put her on the main roster. Like, I mean, she would, like, she would have got off on the main roster. And it would have been, it would have been cool. And, like, also, speaking as a coomer, they let go Brandy Lauren, who is, like, who was Joey Janela's ex-girlfriend. Okay. And well, no, I think she's still his girlfriend. She might still be. They might still be dating. But what like, this man have what the fuck? He's Joey Janela. I don't know how he keeps winning. But like, <laughs> yeah, she, she got released, but she's only been with the company for like six months, and it's like, why? It's like, first of all, she's like, re- like they, they they were saying she was really really good, like in workouts and doing stuff, and she's like. In six months, she kept being the most improved. And it's like, why get rid of her? What did she do that you had to get rid of her? Like, you just signed her a couple months ago. What made you get rid of her? Like, she's... Like, she's got something. Like, even even if you didn't think that she had the, the ring skills and she wasn't progressing fast enough, but it's like, dude, she's hot. You stick her out there in anything, it's a win. Sticker with anybody, it's a win. I don't understand why they did that. It's weird. They got rid of Kavita David, who is the first Indian woman who was in, she went to WrestleMania and she did some other stuff. And it's like, oh, we don't need you right now. And they got rid of her. That was trained by um, Great Kali. Yep. They could promote her that she was trained by Great Kali. Mm hmm. Oh, shit. And then they got rid of Alexander Wolf. That one I'm really upset about because they had like a built-in storyline right there. Not the first time that like any company has done that, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So yeah, because he was on NXT this week, guys. Yeah, that's the crazy part. He was on <laughs> NXT this week. So yeah, let's um get into NXT. All right, are we going right into that, or are we just doing the whole? No, you, we could get right into that. We could go right to that, and then we could get to the rest of the show. Okay, because it wasn't cohesive. It was like, yeah. <laughs> so Alexander Wolf had a match with Killian Dane, and Killian Dane had Drake Maverick. Wolf had Bartel and Marcel. They're having this match. This match is okay. Then Marcel throws the chair in the ring to Wolf. And Wolf's like, what are you doing? Use the chair. The referee can clearly see this. Like, So here's the thing. Here's my thought process. Uh Marcel and Martel wanted him to get disqualified. Yeah. Like everybody else is saying, no, no, no. They just wanted him to use the chair. I'm like, no, I think they wanted him to get disqualified because they don't like him. So he didn't they use the chair last week. Uh-huh. And so he didn't use a chair on Damien, like I mean killing a Damien because he's like, yo, he's my friend. I'm not gonna use it, even though I 
I'm going to beat him up. I don't want him to get hurt. And Killian Damo beats him. Right after that, they do the pose and they destroy Alexander Wolf. They fucked him up. <laughs> yes. And then Killian Dane came back to help him, but it was too late. Too late. Also, it was another like little thing there. Um, Drake Maverick didn't trust Damo at first. He's like, no, no, no. You, you walk ahead of me. You, you're good. You're good. I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here. Go ahead. And then as soon as he won, I know I could trust him all along. <laughs> you asshole. He's such a loser. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... That happened. So... They could have legit had Damo, <laughs> Wolf, and Drake versus Marcel, Bartel, and Walter. Built in right True. there. They could have been the new sanity or whatever the fuck, you know? True. But they released them. Oh well. Yeah. So NXT started off with Tony Storm versus Zoe Starks. So this match was good. I have to give it to Zoe Stark. She's good. But the ending was literally all everybody could talk about. Because it was so... What the fuck? <laughs> like, Tony picked her up for a move. We don't know what the move was, is, or how it came about. But somehow she picked her up, spun around, and Zoe winded up on her head. I don't know how it happened. Nobody knows. We can't, like, even though expert journalists are like, what the fuck? It, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. I, I, I have two theories about that. And neither one okay. makes sense. But, okay. Okay, right? One. Mm-hmm. There was a glitch in the fucking matrix, and like we saw something that was impossible. <laughs> or two, right? Mm-hmm. We was actually watching a WWE 2K game, and they did a create a move. That's that's what it felt like. It just was like, what the fuck? But it was devastating enough to put Zoe Starks away. I, I, I was just in shock. Like part of me thinks he really fucked her up too. That's what I thought too. And then as Tony celebrating, Frankie Monet comes out. It just stands there, and it's like, why does she keep messing with every woman? Like, why? Why is that happening? I'm confused whether that she's a face or a heel now. So we'll see next week. So look, no, it was two weeks. We're just we're really dumb. Oh shit! She's supposed to, she's supposed to show up on the same show as the title match, which is next week. Okay. So Legado del Fantasma has a backstage interview. They get interrupted by Chapa and Thatcher, and they challenge them to a match. It's like okay. And they said, like, the winners would have 
be number one contenders. And it's like, okay, cool. I thought they got ready to catch Murray were a fucking number one contender, but whatever. No, just because you beat up the champions don't make you number one contenders. As we <laughs> as we see later on, that's exactly the thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. But wait, wait. The most important thing that you like, totally like bypassed over with fucking um, Champa and Thatcher against the other Fantasma and that backstage thing, right? Mm-hmm. Thatcher said the most important thing ever that anybody could ever hear in a promo. What? El gato no tiene zapatos. Translation? The cat doesn't have shoes. I don't know why he said it, but he said it. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> so Cameron Grimes pulls up and he's got a Bentley and he gets out and he's looking around and he gives keys to Jake Adams. He says, park my car. Now, the funny thing is, Jake Atlas has on glasses and a t-shirt, and he looks totally different from Jake Atlas the wrestler. So I'm like, okay, okay I can see why he did that. Yeah. But Jake took it as a sign of disrespect, and he's like, nah, fam, we gotta wrestle. Okay, they're gonna have a match later. So then we have the massage parlor in... Candace and Indy are getting massages and Indy's getting massages from a guy with tattoos and Candace is talking to Indy and Indy starts talking really bad about Dexter Loomis and calling him all these bad things. He he stops. Yeah. He stops touching her and he leaves and he's sad and he's heartbroken. Man, Index is going through it. Right? That actually made me kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. We had a Finn Balor carrying cross promo, which was fucking absolutely amazing for yeah. next week. And it even had Paul Heyman in there that said Roman Reigns was paying attention to that match. It's like, hmm, that, that raised my eyebrows. But that made it way bigger than what it actually supposed to be, in my opinion. Yes. So Cameron Grimes comes out for his match with Jake Atlas, and he cuts his promo on Ted DiBiase about all the Ted DiBiase's losses. He talks about he's better than Ted DiBiase. He's beating up Jake Atlas. A limo pulls up, and out comes Ted DiBiase. And makes Cameron Grimes lose. He loses. And Ted DiBiase leaves. Cameron Grimes runs after him. He tries to get in the car. The car door kept open because Ted DiBiase didn't lock it. Then he locks it. And <laughs> pulls off. And the thing that I'm so upset about that Cameron Grimes was standing in the middle of the parking lot yelling, Ted DiBiase! Instead of on his knees looking up at the sky, drone shot over him going, Ted It would have been like, way better. Like, like elongating. Ted It would have been so better. So and better. then fade the black like that. That that yes. actually would have been a good like show ender. Yes. Pete Dunn has an interview where he's talking about 
He's coming for somebody's title. Whose title? I don't know. Somebody's title. The women's title. Wow. Speaking of the women's title, we have a backstage thing with Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, and they're talking. And Dakota Kai keeps looking at her strange, like, I'm going to beat you. But before anything can be said, Everrise rules because they show up to talk to McKenzie and the champ. But one of them gets slapped and, and falls like he got knocked the fuck out and spills his coffee. Sad. If I'm not mistaken, that was Martel that got slapped. Yes. Then we had Legato Fantasma versus Chompa and Thatcher. Fucking sick ass match. Fucking yeah. sick ass match. That match was so good. Like, fucking Varro Mendoza got his face busted. Like, he was bleeding. Like, he was bleeding, bleeding. It was so good. But Chopper and Thatcher lost because the grizzled young vets came and distracted them. And they lost to Elgato Dan Fantasma. Once again, like, we had that funny moment that we always have because your TV is always faster than mine. We go, take it to no man. Like I, I got quiet because I'm like nobody in this match has that move like what the fuck are you talking about I didn't say that out loud <laughs> and then all of a sudden oh shit there take it to mayhem oh fuck <laughs> yeah so then we go back to the massage parlor and Candy Candice and Indy are done and the card doesn't get charged they said hey uh, you got declined. Why did I get declined? Well, you made some purchases three weeks ago for flowers and stuff. It's like, first off, nobody is supposed to know your credit card history. So how the fuck did you know about that lady? <laughs> and then Andy goes, wait a minute. You brought the flowers? They weren't from Shotzi and Ember? He does love me. He does love me. And he, and she gets up and runs. And Beth Phoenix goes, Index is alive. Mind you, she had a robe on still. So she ran all the way to the arena in her robe. I'm just assuming yes. that's what like. Yes. So then we had Saray versus Aaliyah. I thought Aaliyah died. But <laughs> she didn't. She didn't because Saray killed her. Ray picked up the one day. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Shotzi and Ember say they're coming for the tag team titles again. And then we get Hit Row. We get Top Dollar and Ashanti Diodonis versus Davari and Nice. Davari and Nisha stayed on 205 Live because Top Dollar <laughs> fucking murdered those guys. It, it, it's fucking crazy. Fucking murdered the shit out of those guys. That shit was fucking insane. Fucking insane, dude. Fucking insane. Like, to you, was this one of these things where like you kind of got confused because you didn't know which one was here and which one stays though? Because I kind of felt that. No, 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 no. I, I knew that Hit Row was definitely heels and 
Muscle Five Live were faces. <laughs> Muscle Five Live, I like that. So yeah, that was a thing. Then we had the steel cage match. Bronson Reed and Johnny Gargano for the North American title. This match was really good because, okay, there were some things that happened in this match that made me go, okay, I've never seen that before. That's actually kind of cool. Because Austin Theory was on the outside and like he was throwing his body at the cage and it was fucking up Bronson Reed. It's like, I've never seen that before. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> they did a they did a couple other weird things. It's like, hmm, this is this is kind of different. I like this. Like I, I, I like that. Yeah, the match was actually really good. Yeah. So on NXT UK. Oh, did you say who won? Oh, oh, shit. I didn't actually say who won. Fuck, I just Uh. skipped ahead. Because I thought I was was done. But Bronson Reed won the title and had an emotional speech afterwards with his wife. And the crazy part is the day he won the title was exactly 14 years to the day he debuted. So that was awesome. That shit was fucking beautiful. Like when yes. I say a thing of beauty, it's a thing of beauty. In your words, to steal a line for me, that was like, Mwah, chef kiss. Yes. And it, it was one of those moments in WWE, like, okay, you guys actually get it right sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Technically, this was NXT, which is like, uh, 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 never had the, uh, of uh, WWE. So, <laughs> yes. Kind of got to give it that credit. So, in NXT UK, we had Zaya Brookside versus, I keep forgetting her name, Amelia, I think her name is, who <laughs> beat her ass last time, and Amelia fucked her up this time. Good for Amelia. She won? Yeah, Amelia won. Oh, okay. Noam Dar painted himself into a real stupid corner because he, on his thing, the Nova Sessions, he calls out Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov is there. And he keeps talking about Ilya Dragunov's anger issues. And Ilya Dragunov keeps getting angrier and angrier. So Ilya Dragunov challenges him to a match. And somehow dumbass Dar accepts. So he's going to die. Very soon. <laughs> and then the main event, we had the Heritage Cup. A-Kid versus Tyler Bate. Now, this match was already going to be good. And it's like, oh, okay, this match was going to be good. This match wind up being way better than I thought it was going to be. And Tyler Bate beat a kid. I, I didn't want that. Like, it's not like I don't like Tyler Bate. It's, I just wanted a kid to keep the title for a while. But I never didn't want that. That's fucking child abuse. Like Tyler Bates beat up a kid. Eh? 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 See what I did there? (laughs) I've been waiting all day to do that joke. (laughs) Okay. 
Yeah, that's uh, NXT UK. Yeah, was, good. Watched it. Yeah, that, that was that was really good. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was NXT UK. Now, quick little thing, like um, side note. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. As, as I always do, I watch Impact Wrestling during like the podcast and whatever the way shit's scheduled now, whatever. Mm-hmm. We have another guy from New Japan showing up here, right? Okay, cool. Leave his name, and I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I believe it's Kojima. Oh, um, Satoshi Kojima. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. showing up. Awesome. Yeah. I figured that was noteworthy. That's why I, I said that in. So New Japan is healing because of the COVID shutdowns. They had to shut down a lot of shit, and mm-hmm. they missed a lot of shows. They'll be back to work the twenty second. So that's a good thing. And we did find out who had COVID, but it was like through somebody else. Like, so on JBL's podcast with, what is his name? JBL? Uh, no, no. I said JBL's <laughs> podcast with Briscoe. Briscoe. Oh, okay. With Briscoe. And they were talking to Fit Finley, and Fit Finley just, like, literally just said out of his mouth, like, hey, my son, David, and Jay White had COVID, so... They were on their way home and they found out they had COVID, so now they're in lockdown. It's like, oh. So with them, okay. I'm like, they had COVID. But here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. They were they were gonna leave to come back home, which means like because like like I said, New Japan has been shut down for like three weeks because of a quick COVID outbreak. Now, if they were going home, this is just brain work. If they were going home because there was no work there and somebody did have a COVID outbreak and then they tested positive for COVID, means not only did they have COVID, but other people had COVID, so they caught it from somebody else and that's why they had it. So that's the thing. They weren't, let's say, fucking patient zero in this case. Yes. Yes, because that's my thinking. Because, like, how did you get all the way to the airport with the COVID symptoms? Exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, like, to be 100%, if I'm not mistaken, that night, that night that they had the show, that they had to take two people out because, because of COVID restrictions. Jay White wrestled on that same show. So that means the person who got taken out of that match that had COVID interacted with Jay before. So that person could have gave Jay COVID. Like, it's, it's just a whole thing of, like, it was a lot of people, but, like, the two names that came out was Jay and David. So, like, now we know, but we also don't know. Basically, yeah. we're stuck in square one still. And it's, a, it's funny because a lot of people... Like, no one watches the JBL Briscoe YouTube channel, and, like, I'm literally subscribed to it, and I don't watch it because it's, like, JBL says some stuff that's, like, not geared towards me, and, like, it's, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to hear what you have to say. 
Yeah. And like, so when people found out that Jay and Finley was, they was like, where did you find this out? Like, just like no one, like that makes no sense. Like you're just making up stuff and it's like, no, David's dad actually said that that happened. I'm like, oh, wow, that's weird. So that's the thing. So yeah. Light up the boom. It's dynamite. <laughs> Actually, that's really that's a really funny story. And like this okay. is gonna go into the news. So light up the boom dynamite. They're not changing the name of the TNT title because it still works. Because TNT is technically dynamite. Get it? Got it? Yeah. Yeah. And why would we bring that up? Because AEW is moving to TBS. Boom. Breaking news. Not breaking news. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I just wanted to say it. It is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird because people are like, yo, like, that means they're failing. They're going to TBS. It means they're going to... No, that doesn't mean anything. They're just going to TBS. They're like, no, no, no. TNT's like the main channel. But still, it doesn't mean anything. He's like, yeah, but but it, they must suck if they're taking them off of TNT. They're giving them another show. What do you mean? Like, like, they're getting more television. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and everybody was trying to do so much mental gymnastics to stick something to say, oh, AEW's failing, AEW's failing. AEW's not failing. Like, Dude, like just shut the fuck up. Like, no, no, no. I understand. Like, you hate their fan base and you want, like, you want them to cry, but like, they're not feeling. They're not feeling. And that's us being fair, you, you know, because we usually like it's their fans. <laughs> that's all I say. It's their fans. Yeah. Like, how do? Okay. How do you feel about the move to TBS? Like, like, what is your thought process on this? Like, how do you, like, what what do you feel? Like, what do you feel? Good for them. Like, it sucks for me, right? And like, merely me, like, merely a me thing, not not even a fan thing, like true person, not even running get a nigga, right? Uh-huh. It was a bitch finding this fucking channel after one and adapt into that. Now I got to fucking adapt to another fucking channel too. <laughs> That is that is your whole anger process. I have to find another channel. That's it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Like That's I can share this. Like they're not failing. They're good. Business is usually for them. Yeah. Like I'm. Just, I'm personally. Mm-hmm. If they don't make it eight oh five, I want to fight somebody in AEW. If you don't come on at five minutes past the hour at 8.05 on Wednesdays, I want to fight you, whoever you are. I'm going to fight you because that is sacred wrestling time. So you better do it. Actually, yeah. Good point. 8.05. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, like that's that's when Dynamite is moving. And on Friday, starting in August, we're going to be getting Rumpage. AEW Rumpage. (laughs) 
So, and that's a one-hour show that comes on 10 o'clock on Friday night. So, for everybody who's like, oh, they're definitely going head-to-head with SmackDown. They have adjusted all of their Friday viewing schedules to be at 10 o'clock. Just so they can escape being head-to-head with SmackDown. Basically. That's a thing. So... For all you who want a Friday Night War, you're not getting a Friday Night War. Like, you could be like, oh my God, the competition, like, it's going to be on. I can guarantee you every week, no matter what, SmackDown is beating them because they're on a fucking national television channel and not cable. That's why they're always going to beat them. Like, no matter what, they're going to beat them on Friday. So when you talk about Oh, it's a Friday Night Wars. No. SmackDown wins. They're second. No end of discussion. There's no way that that ever will change. And when you go, well, when AEW gets more popular, it still won't change because this is a secondary show. Like, even though they said they're going to treat it at the same level of Dynamite, it's a one-hour show. There's an, It won't happen. Sorry. And Warren implies like competition it seems like they're not even trying to compete in this case and they're after Smackdown so like exactly like they even made that call themselves they even went to like TBS and TNT was like yeah we'll go at 10 o'clock because wrestling's already on at 8 o'clock so yeah we're not trying to compete yeah and that's why that happened so yeah that's the thing Jesus, how many hours of wrestling do we have now a week? I don't know. But it may give you what you want. Like, AEW may give you what you want. Okay. Give me what they I want. May kill, they may kill 205 Live. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't think WWE would run 205 Live at 10 o'clock when that shows off. Good point. Good point. Like, yes. I definitely wouldn't be watching. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, AEW started off with Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel. And Christian Cage wound up beating Matt Seidel after Christian Cage was a little tired, tuckered out, worn out. A little tired? <laughs> Shush a little. <laughs> then he, he shakes. He's he outworks everybody. But Ricky Starks came out and outworked him on the mic. Even though Ricky is injured, he said, "I'm not going to sit on the sidelines." And something, something, something. All he was was a distraction. So Hook and T-Bone Suplex, Matt Seidel, and. Brian Cage and Hobbs can beat up Christian. That's all that was. Yo, I That's can't wait that they get in the fucking ring. Like, let him wrestle. Please let him wrestle. Yes. So that's happening. And Ricky Starks is out there and all of a sudden Hangman comes out with a beer. He literally did he does the mean. He gets Ricky oh, Starks. He made Ricky Starks hold his beer. He went in there and helped out and started beating up Brian Cage. Brian Cage powerbombed him. He's dead. 
then the Dark Order came out. I was like, okay, everything stops. But Ricky Starks drunk some beer. And it's like, uh, is there COVID or not? I just want to know. <laughs> just yeah. So then we get Brian Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, and Julia Hart, the Varsity Blondes. And they're cutting a promo about what they're going to do later on. It's like, oh, that's just pretty cool. Then we get Moxley and Kingston ready for their match. We get the claim talking about they're ready for their match. Moxley and Kingston come out the wild things. The claim come out. Now, here, this is what pisses me off. This is yep. pissing me off like each yep. week. Yes. Yes. Yep. Every week. Every fucking week. They come out with the most crappiest fucking raps and they have one liners that like are supposed to be like really bad shots. And one was like about Renee inviting them to oral sessions. And like, you know, that's like implying blowjob, but like it's her podcast name. And it's like it like the thing is, this is what pisses me off. These old white fucks that keep saying Oh, this is the best rap, the best rapper. He's the best rapper. He has so much rap. You motherfuckers don't know what rap is, so shut the fuck up. Fucking irritates the fuck out of me, dude. Like this shit is getting on my fucking, just getting on my fucking nerves. Like you have no idea. Nothing rap, dude. Hmm? This is getting on my fucking nerves. No, I know. It's getting on my nerves. And everybody just keeps talking about he's such a good rapper. He's not a good rapper. He's delivering he's delivering the most garbage punchlines that he can figure up in his mind. Yo, yo, I'm something, something, but your butt hurt. It's like what? Like John Cena. John Cena, God bless his soul. John Cena was <laughs> out there fucking really putting in raps. Like, he literally writ his shit down. You're fucking getting somebody to write this down, and you're just, like, trying so hard to come up with it. It's like, dude, you fucking suck. Like, you fucking suck. Like, I'm tired of that shit. Moxie beat up... Tried. What? I don't think John even tried. Like, he just did it. John was a rapper. <laughs> Kingston and Moxley beat the shit out of them. Thank and God. they said they're and they're gonna have a title match. Then we had a backstage interaction that was fucking hilarious, if you know. So Dean Malenko and Chris Jericho there, and they're interviewing Chris Jericho, and they're talking to him, and <laughs> Jericho goes, Have some respect. This is a man of a thousand holes. And then Dean Malenko goes, but you have a thousand of four. And Jericho goes, Well, I forgot a few. <laughs> this is so stupid and funny. <clears throat> Armbar! No one, no one knows that one. That's hey. number 72. <laughs> oh shit, 72. So Scorpio and Eagle Page. Cut a promo on Sting and Darby Allen, and they said they're gonna beat them up. So that was a thing. We had 
the preliminary or the pinnacle, having dinner, and they're talking. And they're talking about what they're gonna do to the inner circle. Did the inner circle say stuff? Sean Spears gets angry and tries to kill a dude at the table, and it's like, okay, Tully Blanchard had to pay for the guy. He said, hey, 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 it's all cool. We got this. <laughs> so Reba comes out. Reba <laughs> with a crutch. And she's gonna wrestle her car cheetah. And she hits her car cheetah with the with the fucking uh what is it? Crutch. Then Sheeta kills her. And then Britt Baker lays her out. And Britt Baker holds up the title. She looks good with the title, by the way. Yes, yes. Do you think she's gonna so, win it? Oh, of course. She better. Yeah. She better. Kenny and Don Callis go talk to Orange Cassidy last week after he got a concussion and said, hey, sign out of this contract. It rips it up. Sign out of this contract. It rips it up again. It's like, okay. He doesn't want to sign out. He's going to he's gonna wrestle. Jericho, Omega. I mean, not Omega. Jericho, Tana, Sammy. Wait, Santana no, was that wasn't says Ortiz. I keep getting them freaking confused. Yeah, it was but, Ortiz, Guevara, and Hagar. Yes. They, they all talk about what they're gonna do to that stadium stampede, and they accept the challenge. Good for them. Jay Cargill's having a promo, and that dude comes in and says, Hey, I wanna manage you. She's like, No. Well, you can manage me. No, get away. <laughs> he just went away. And she was a little bit mad. So Serena did for Red Velvet. It was a pretty good match. Pretty good match. Everybody's seen, oh my god, it was the best match ever. It was a pretty good match. It was good. Anthony Gogo fought Austin Gunn and now he hit him in the stomach three times and Austin Gunn is now out for six weeks. Good for him. Yay, blood. Then we have Christopher Daniels promo with Frankie Kazarian. And he's talking to and he said, hey, what about this tweet? Christopher Daniels doesn't say anything. He whispered in Frankie's ear. And Frankie starts cutting a promo and said he's going to kill all the elite. And he's going to send them with God or something religious. Mm. He said, the gospel uh, of Frankie Kazarian and something like that. Like something, something yeah. along the lines that fucking um, Christopher Daniel would say. Yeah, and I I said to Renegade, I was like, wait, he's not the fallen angel. What is wrong with him? And then I told you, maybe Christopher Daniels gave him the gimmick? Okay, well, here's the funny thing about the fallen angel. Nero mm-hmm. comes up and said, I like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I just like I don't know why I laughed because it was so random and unexpected and not needed. It's like what the fuck is happening? He's like I want to thank Jesus Christ for giving me the shirt. Like, what is happening here? Like I literally lost my shit because it's like no disrespect. It's like what the fuck is going on here? What is happening? I was like, so bad. Like we talked last week or was it the week before? The Bucks talking about 
oh, there's some good Christian boys. And I said, I made a comment, like, you shouldn't make that a gimmick. That felt gimmickish. It did, like, and it was so random. It was like, <laughs> David Lawrence saying, what? It's like, what is going on here? Like, I felt a little offended. I, I did too. It's just weird. It's like, what is happening? And then Lance Archer comes out. And Archer comes out. And he's talking. And, like, Miro says a line. I think it's cool because it's something I have thought of multiple times. And, like, it's just, like, a shot at fucking, uh, what, what is his goddamn name? Archer? Yeah. Even, even though Archer said something cool about him was like, I was killing people when you were still trying to have your own day. Like, huh. But then Miro said, you say everybody dies first, but you're going to go before everybody. Like, oh, okay, cool. Everybody dies, you're going to go first. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So they were talking about the Bucks shoes all day. That's going to come into play. Bucks and the Varsity Blondes have a match. And once again, everybody goes, the Bucks are the greatest tag team in the world. So the Varsity Blondes lose to the Bucks. And the Bucks get beat up by Kingston and Omega. I mean, why do I fucking keep wanting to put him in shit? Like, he's never doing anything. Kingston and Kingston and Moxley, they beat they beat up the Bucks and they take Ambrose. Go go with his old name. That will help. Ambrose. Ambrose. (laughs) Moxley and Kingston beat up the Bucks and take their Christian Dior sneakers. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. They took their sneakers. It's like that's a hood thing. And it's like, okay, that's cool. And then it's like, okay, that's the thing. All right, all right. Yeah, so that was AEW. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got, I got in Savior Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus Christ! Hey, we're <laughs> 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 <went> together. <laughs> You didn't think that went all the way through? Not at all. <laughs> had no thoughts in my head. So yeah, that, that was that. Um, Monday Night Night Raw Raw. Yeah. So Raw opened up with the girls. Girls on the, sh- the shoulder of Bob Lash. Like, ooh, this is different. Bob Lash is celebrating coming out in the internet. After it was over, the internet asked the question, said, Hey, since you guys are wrestling scoops, get these women's Instagrams. And they did. They did. All of those women's Instagrams popped up. Yeah, so good for them. Way to go. And they were. What disclaimer? Viper and Enigma always have scoops on this show. We didn't have that one, so yeah, just disclaimer. We we yeah, had no we, idea. <laughs> yeah, our our thirsts are not usually for random women. 
<laughs> so Bob Lash says, I'm putting out an open challenge for my title. And Drew comes out, was like, to anybody who's not Drew O'Brien Strong. Drew says, Oh man. So yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Then we had Elias versus AJ Styles. For what reason, God knows none. So that match happened. And AJ winds up losing. If I'm not mistaken. He winds up losing. I don't know. I don't think I care. <laughs> Somehow this is leading to a tag team title match that nobody really gives a shit about. Basically. <laughs> so speaking of nobody giving a shit, Randy and Matt Riddle, Kofi and Xavier have a backstage name. And Xavier... I mean, like, Kofi winds up challenging Randy and says, hey, so we don't have to do this thing every 10 years. It's, too, it's, like, it's like 2009, I'm going to beat you. It's just like 2019, I'm going to beat you. So they have a match. Like, okay. Yeah, he could have waited. He said, let's not wait another 10 years. But it's like, all right, don't care. So... We get back to Alexa's play box. So Alexa has her toy in her lap and she's looking at the brand new tag team champions and she's talking to them about all of the dirty things in her little twisted mind. And she's asking them naughty questions. And they're just saying, this is weird. We don't like it. And Alexa was holding her toy and swinging and saying things and had her eyes closed and was enjoying it. And Natty to me said, let her enjoy her toy. And they left. And Alexa came out of her trance and said, oh, they left. I guess they didn't like the show. So then we had Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak in another match, which was actually really good. Yeah. And because last week, Angel Garza said he's going to shove a rose down his throat, Angel Garza won and shoved a rose down Drew's throat. Then we had a backstage with R Truth. And R Truth says, Man, I don't know why I'm in an open challenge tonight. The guy's like, you're not in an open challenge. Bobby Lashley's in an open challenge. And I was like, how did he get that confused? So as he's talking, Akira Zizawa crawls on the steps and pins R-Truth and is now the new 24-7 champion. He ninja crawled. Yes, actually, he did. <laughs> then, then we get... Everybody's favorite time where they grab their napkins and they watch Eva Marie promos. It was so good and sticky and sweet. (laughs) So then we had Randy versus Kofi. And Kofi won. Kofi won. Could have waited eight years. 
Huh? She had a weighted eight years. Yes. So then we have Lana Naomi, the ravishing glow, sexy muscle friends arguing, hey, we want tag team title shots, tag team title shots, tag team title shots. And Charlotte comes in and was like, leave. Okay. So they all left. Charlotte, like, I'm going to get my title shot. Rhea's like, only if you can beat Oscar tonight. And Charlotte's like, I will. And Rhea's like, eh, I don't think so. So the women's tag team title match goes on. Natty and Tamina versus Shayna and Nia. So the match is happening. All of a sudden, Reginald gets blasted by fire. Reginald falls. They get confused. Natty and Shayna gets pinned. One, two, three. Still tag team champions, Natty and Tamina. So then we had a match because somebody stole somebody's entrance gear. Ricochet, the night before, stole Sheamus' entrance gear. Sheamus is angry. Sheamus wants to beat him. Sheamus starts beating up Ricochet. Sheamus tries to kill Ricochet. Sheamus does kill Ricochet. Ricochet deserves it. Sheamus puts on his gear and leaves. Ricochet deserved it. You're asked for it. You're asked for his ass kicking. Yeah, I got it. Ratatata. He said Sheamus like 30 times in like a matter of seconds. Cool. Well, Sheamus, Sheamus killed him. Ratatata. So we had Asuka versus Charlotte. And if Charlotte, when Charlotte gets a title shot and Charlotte failed, Charlotte failed, Charlotte lost. Good for Charlotte. So John Morrison takes on Damian Priestel after the Miz got injured by zombies in Damian Priestel the night before. Is this Miz's first injury ever? Congrats, Miz. And how many years he's been wrestling? I want to say like about 20. Yes. That's fucking amazing. Like, for real, for real. Yes. So here's the funny part this match was a fucking lumberjack match with human lumberjacks and Mickey Cross. Human. Wait, wait, come yeah. out. Come out. Yeah. Mickey Cross is not a human? <laughs> okay. Human males and Nikki Cross. Female. Okay. Okay. I I, I, had to, I had to fix that. We'll get called out for that shit. So the match was fucking insane. And then all of a sudden, fucking, what is his goddamn name? Cedric the Entertainer runs through the match and jumps on Shelton Benjamin. It's like, what are you doing? fuck are you doing it was so weird you know even though it's not announced they're guaranteed to have a match next week on Raw right yes and then after that they had a backstage thing where they basically said that they're gonna wind up fighting next week I was like okay well and then every I don't know I don't know like, this shit just went to shit because we went to the main event and it was Oblash versus. He didn't know who he was versusing. Who do you think he was versusing? It was an open challenge. 
Would it ever assist? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Was it someone from NXT? Um, I was going to say technically, but that's not technically right. Um, <laughs> was, was it someone from SmackDown? That's also technically not right. <laughs> he fought the only man that we didn't know that can come back after f- three years of not being champion. Kofi Kingston shows up. And Kofi Kingston challenges Bob Lash in a very shocking turn of events. Kofi Kingston in a non-title match pinned Bob Lash. Like he pinned Randy and Bob Lash in one night. One night. Like one night. Like how, how do you feel about that? Kofi Mania too. That's that's what a lot of people are talking. Kofi Mania too. Yeah. I'm like, I actually don't have. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it either. Yeah, like, not at all. So the only yeah, thing, like, like, due to the like, tell me how you feel. Due to this being the second one, it's mm-hmm. not as special. Okay, it's not as special. It's not as special, but at the same time, it's like, would you ever think that he would get back to this? True, Uh, true, true. Yeah, true, true. Because you didn't think he would get there the first time, so you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a one, and it would be a one and done. So you'd be like, wait a minute, you're actually back. Like, you're actually winning the title again? Like, you actually did it? Like, you actually won the fucking title? Like, what? Like, that would be so shocking. Because it would be like, wait, what? You did it again? Again? Yeah. I, I, I would be totally shocked. I'd be totally shocked. Especially, like, if, like... Because, like, Bobby wasn't ready. Like, that could be the excuse for Raw, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll be ready. You beat him while he's ready for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah. So MLW had the first round of the draft. Now, this was extremely misleading. Because I thought okay. they were going to draft everybody. No, no, no. We're just going to have one draft. It's just one people draft. What? Yeah, no, no, we're only drafting one person. What? Yeah, like next week we're going to draft somebody else in round two. That's not how rounds go. Like rounds is like you draft a bunch of people and then you skip to the next round. Like what? Who doing like, this almost... again? I didn't hear you. It was AEW? MLW. MLW. Oh. And it's like, what the, it's like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, but their first draft pick was Davy Richards. I'm like, that's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick at all because, like, I was really to the point where I'm like, I haven't seen Davy Richards in so long that like I totally forgot that he was even wrestling. It's like, okay. I thought he retired. Exactly. 
But yeah, Davey Richards is coming to MLW. Yeah. So yeah, so next week, MLW is going to have another person to draft. Okay, personally, me personally, this is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. They're doing this shit so they can drag this out to July 13th. That's their, like... That's when they come back. No, that's when they come back. Their first new show. Like, I'm thinking that they're doing this so they drag it out to July 13th. Because the shows that they have been putting on are nothing but old, old, old reruns. Like, super old reruns. So it's like... "Mm." I think this is a drag out. Like, this is the way to stall for time and like get people interested in the new MLW, the rebrand, the Vice City one. Not Vice City. Like, you know what I mean. You, you know what I, I mean. You. I got you. But it makes sense though. Yeah, it's like this whole rebrand, this is this is what we're doing in the rebrand. So yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm not upset. I'm okay with it. As long as they keep getting like good people, because fucking like Baby Richard, that that's a great pick, actually. Mm-hmm. Great pick. Because like I think he definitely will fit in with the whole AEW, I mean MLW flavor. Yeah. I'm wondering who will be the next ones they pick to put right there like who will be the next MLW people like who's a free agent that they be like yo I'm picking this guy probably a couple of the people from um, WB just got fired like but that's 90 days so it probably wouldn't work right yeah yeah it wouldn't work it wouldn't work yeah. But yeah, that, like, real quick, like, I want Alexander to go to Impact. Why do you want him to go to Impact? Man, man, Fulton's here. And for those that don't remember, they both were in, in Sanity together. The original Sanity for um, Killian Dane was there. Or as you call him, Killian Damo. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not like anybody else is there. You know what I mean? It's not like their leader. Wait a minute. EY is there. That's why I said it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I actually want you to say that one. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be total insanity if, if that like, happens. Like, really, the only ones that are missing is Nikki and Damo, right? Yep. And, like, if they do come up and, like, no one mentions an insane joke, I'll be mad. Like, wrestling has let me down. No one mentions an insane joke. But right now, Eric didn't have his own crew. He could put Fultman and Wolf in his new crew. I'm watching the match right now. Fulton is with What's his face? Um, Ace Austin. And they're the number one contenders for the second titles. Which I think that's, that's actually happening right now. They're facing the second champion, Finn Juice. I don't think Finn Juice is losing. I'm sorry to say. I don't think they're losing. Yeah, the match's not over yet. 
Again, this is taped way before, right? This is taped months ago, dude. Like, way months ago. Oh, okay. Like, it, they taped, like, six shows in, like, one day. And, like, they just, they just do, like, a real scoop of shows. And then, like, we get to the next pay-per-view. Then we're going to tape it to pay-per-view. And that's it. And because, like, there's nobody there to leak it, no one knows what's happening. No one knows what's going on. We're just going by what we say. No one knows. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's that's a good thing. Like, especially for them. Like, for them to get a little bit of shine on what's going on, that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, that seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Smackdown? Yeah, Smackdown. So, Smackdown. Dun, 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 dun. That's, not, that's not how it goes. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, it opened up with the Parade of Champions. It was a cold open, no intro. The Parade of Champions, just a bunch of champions. The tag team champions, the Mysterios, the women's tag team champions, second generation, Apollo Crew, and Bianca Belair. And Sonya's in the ring and she said, We're back, baby! On July 16th, we're going back to work. And we're going to have fans. Fans in the stands. Renegade, how do you feel about the fans in the stands, baby? Me? Oh, you don't want them back? Not really. I'm I fine want, where we are. I want them back. And it has nothing to do with the pandemic. It has nothing to do with anything. I just want them back. Like I just want them. I just want them back. So, just for reasons, like for reasons, I want them back. Okay. <laughs> just for reasons. And. Like we said, okay, it's July 16th, they're going to be back, which is a SmackDown. And I do remember talking about Money in the Bank being the first pay-per-view in front of fans. Hmm. Yeah. And then Raw's going to be in front of fans. And it all be in the great state of Texas. Going to be right down there in the great state of Texas where people are going to be the sweet as sweet iced tea down there in the great state of Texas. I know I'm going to get heat from that comment, but yeah. But yeah, down in Texas. They're going to be in Texas. 
So is AEW in Texas. In North Tejas, if you will. What? Texas! I did the the bullhorns. Okay. So, Sonya is introducing everybody one by one. Apollo Crews goes and says what he has to say about his intercontinental title and he's going to be intercontinental champion at the end of the night and he starts kissing the belt then she introduces Bianca I love you too yes he starts <laughs> introducing Bianca Belair but all of a sudden here comes Bailey and Bailey's like I deserve a rematch and Bailey is yelling at Bianca and Bianca's like okay she comes down there gets in Bailey's face Bailey turns her around so Bianca can't see this coming. Bianca gets attacked by Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So all three of them are beating up Bianca. Then here comes the second generation, the women's tag team champions to help out. An hour later. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going at it. And before we go too far, I forgot that Paul Heyman came out to the old. Roman Reigns' music and told Sonya Deville that he'll be out later to address everybody. Yes. So we had a good triple threat match. I mean, not triple, six-man match. And Shayna winds up choking out Natty, which now leads to another tag team title match on Monday Night Raw. Congratulations! No, no, no. <laughs> so then they have backstage promo with Alistair Black, and he's talking about the father, telling him to call a herd. And while this is going on, my brain starts to race in a million different directions. Who is his first feud going to be with? How does he get it? And I had thoughts. And one person popped in my mind, and I was like, no, that's too easy. Why would that happen? Then I let it go and said, "Yes." And I was like, "You know what? Let it go. It doesn't make any sense." I I have to sit and think who should be the thing. And I was going. To, I said, "I'm going to come on this podcast and theorize who his first feud was going to be." But then the rest of the show started happening. <laughs> so bartender Cabron comes out and says, "Hey, I want my crown back." So all of a sudden, Rick Boogs comes out and starts playing, starts playing the guitar, and he brings out Shinsuke Nakamura with the crown. Now Rick Bugenhagen is now rocking with King Nakamura because Nakamura beats him, he beats Bartender Cabron, and is still the king, and he has a new rock star with him. Sonia and Ye Uso. Sonia and Ye Uso are having a conversation. Uh-uh. Having a conversation. Uh-uh. Jimmy, sir. Uh-huh. Jimmy. Jimmy Uso. So if it's Sonia and Jimmy Uso, they were having a, and they're having this weird conversation and they're talking and Jimmy says, I want to be a tag team champion with my brother. And she says, you know, I don't know. Maybe. And he says, well, the next week we go against the Spirit Prophets. It was so 
good to know that next week we have the Usos versus the Street Profits. But then we had the head of the table come out and he came out for a promo. They went to commercial. They did a Kevin Owens promo. They did another promo. And they went to the head of the table and, they, and he said, yo, I'm the champion. And you people, you, you're waiting to see me. And I don't know what I'm going to do next with this title. So Cesaro comes out, arm on in a sling. Roman's like, hey, man, you can't fight me. Well, right at that same time, the Joker attacks. Like, he just attacks Cesaro. He just beats the hell out of Cesaro and just whoops his ass. And then they separate the Joker from Cesaro. The Joker comes back and beats his ass again. And then he beats him down and curb stops him. And then they separate him. They take him behind the wall. The Joker jumps over the wall and curb stops him again. And Cesaro's out cold. And they've taken him back on a stretcher. They go to commercial break. They come back from commercial break. The Joker runs up to him. Why do you make me be violent? You do this to me. This is all your fault. And it's like, oh. Oh. And if you don't know who we're talking about when we say the Joker, we're talking about Seth Rollins. What's your thoughts on the Joker, Seth Rollins? Awesome. And like, as you're saying that, like, because you said it during the show as we were watching, and I totally agree with you, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go one step further with that, right? Mm-hmm. Remember how he kind of like devolved and went back to his whole burn it down music and all that? Like, mm-hmm. what if he goes even further than that and splits his hair again? Like, he totally snapped, you know, like hair blonde. Or, or he could go a different color this time, you know, but something along those lines. Yeah, like, I, I would be perfectly fine. And that dialogue that he totally, like, yelled at him while he was on a stretcher. That's dude, totally that, that was totally Joker-esque. Like, that, that was Joker yelling at Batman. Like, that was yeah. totally Joker-esque. Not even that, like, little nuances, like, when he beat up Cesaro, he had mm-hmm. this like, weird little walk or whatever, and I know he's a comic book fan, so I know he did that on purpose. Yeah, so he, I, like... I want to say that th- th- this is exactly where he's going at with this. Like, it's it's the Joker. Yeah, and then, like, and the bad part is, like, he has such a unique, weird laugh, and it's like, just do the yeah. laugh. Yeah. Like I like I was waiting so hard for him, like yo, just do the laugh because it fits, it perfectly fits, and like I just wanted him to do the laugh because it would have been just great. Perfect. Yes. So then we had Robert Roode versus Dominic Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio wins with a roll up after Ray made Dolph Ziggler super kick the steps. That's, like, it, it actually happened, but it just sounds funny. Yes. So then we go to the back and we get Yimmy and Ye. And Yimmy and Ye are talking, and Yimmy's like, We got a tag team match next week, Oos. It says, 
why didn't you come to me first, bro? And Yimmy says, no, Us, we're going to do this because we're going to get the tag team titles and we don't need him. We don't need him. He, he needs us. We need each other. And yeah, he's saying, yeah, you're right. Then they go to commercial and they come back and yeah, tell Roman, we have a tag team title match next week. I mean, not a tag team title match, but a tag team match against the Silly Prophets. And Roman just all of a sudden turns black and Roman goes, we? We? We have a tag? Because we are we. We ain't got nothing next week. What do you mean, we? Yes, yes, you you know, me and my brother. We. So Roman explains to him that we're we. And then he hugs him and whispers something in his ear. And yeah, did you catch that? Because I didn't, I didn't catch that. What he said? Yeah, he, I don't know what he said, but he said something. Yeah, and yeah, he was like, "Okay, brother. Okay, I understand." And then they cut to the street profits, and the street profits cut one hell of a promo on <laughs> the Usos, and they said, "Paranoia," because. It's the street profits, and we want the smoke. They, they were on point. And next week, I can't wait for that tag match. I just don't like that catchphrase for some reason. Like I like what? everything else about them, but that catchphrase. Okay, why don't you like the catchphrase? I don't know. I just I don't. It it totally like it totally fits them. It like it fits everything they are, and it fits the narrative and. It's totally something like somebody would say, like, yo, you want to smoke. And like somebody in their position would, would definitely do it. So yeah, that's the best thing. Yeah, like I get it. I know what it means and all that, but I, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, like that, I That's like the only thing I don't like. It. Like everything else I, I, I love about them. Yeah. So then we had the Fatal 4-Way for the Intercontinental Championship. We got Biggie, Apollo Cruz, uh, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Now this match was all kinds of good. Mm-hmm. Apollo is turning into a young Kurt Angle, which is insane. But yeah, this match was so fucking good. Like he became such a great wrestler out of nowhere. Not that he wasn't before, but he just got way better in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it just felt so good. Mm-hmm. The rest of them too, though. You know, mm-hmm. they really the rest of them. So the match was going. The match was going, and I was like, okay, the match is going. Got really good. Biggie had to win. It was right there in the bag. Biggie has it. Lights go down. And literally straight out of my brain, Alistair Black walks down the aisle, takes off his jacket. Black masses Biggie and leaves. Apollo gets the pin. He's still champion. But Biggie versus Alistair Black. Yeah, all for it. <laughs> My brain did, but right. dude. Okay, so like, 
But you don't have yeah, a normal brain. You have a wrestling brain, so. <laughs> yes, an insane wrestling brain. Yes. So, so what do you what do you think? What do you think? Like, how did like, you like the SmackDown? How did you like the Arasha Black return? What's up? I I like SmackDown. I love the Arasha Black thing, and yes. like it, it fit perfectly and all that. Like, it's because like when you were telling me like. It seemed like he's gonna like, start killing people with like his first few gonna be and all that. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, he has to fight somebody worthy. Like that's gonna be the opposite of him. Cause he's talking about how evil he is and all that. Mm-hmm. Biggie is perfect. Like, they keep calling the po- the powerhouse of pos- positivity. So, mm-hmm. whereas like I nickname now. Alistair Black, he the next is the negativity. He had the pop versus the what is it? The nine. The nine. The nine versus the cop. So yeah. So yeah, that was SmackDown. So um news coverage and news coverage and more news coverage that we have to cover with news. So, yeah. Um, Ray Phoenix is injured. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he's gonna be missing double or nothing because of his injuries. So that's the thing. Did he miss the last one because of that? He missed something. He missed something because of that. I remember he did, like, I think he, yeah, like, I think he did get injured around double enough, and that's what he missed. Because it was something, like, it was something around there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a thing. So that's, like, real crazy blow. So rumors of the Joker card in the double or nothing Casino Battle Royal. That's right. That's a thing. <laughs> so rumors are going around. Nick Gage. Some people are even going. It's going to be Daniel Bryan. Who are you putting your money on right now? Before we get more information on it, who is who are you putting your money on? Uh, honestly, I never thought of it. Like, like so I have no thoughts of it whatsoever. To be honest with you. Yeah, because, like, I'm okay with Nick Gage, the Daniel Bryan thing, I'm not okay with, and I know people are going to be like, oh, you just don't want him in WWE, I mean, in AEW, I'm, no, it's not that, it's just, I um, don't really see the point in him being there, so that's what I'm just going to leave it at that, like, he could be in AEW, fine, but... And the Battle Royal is just like, why? Like, why stick him in the Battle Royal? Like, it should be a bigger thing. If they were yeah, it should, like, it should be a bigger thing. Like, if you're going to do it, let Kenny win the title. And the first thing you're going to think is, oh, shit, Christian Cage is going to come out and Christian Cage is going to be the guy. And because Christian Cage probably is going to win that Battle Royal. And you're like, okay, it's going to be Christian Cage. And Christian Cage, you think Christian Cage come out. But then all of a sudden, 
everything just changes when you hear the final meow meow and then Brian comes out huge pop like yeah. that would be the way that I would introduce him to the AEW audience and like yeah. that would be like that would be blow away where everybody like leaves the show like extremely happy like yeah that, like that's it okay. sticking him in a royal is just like uh, like and I know you could do both but like it's the thing of I just used him in the very first match and then I'm going to use him again later on in the main event which we don't need to do twice it's like it's taking the air out of the room like the big show of like ah I'm here at the end is way more better than I want like, like at that point doing it twice is kind of anticlimactic you know exactly exactly I totally agree with you like it's that shock factor like even though mm-hmm. Out of ten, like if if it is him, like he he, he comes out next like, like surprises everybody. People are gonna know be, beforehand, but even then, after seeing it, it's still gonna be that shock. So yes, I I would like to see it your, done your way, not in the battle royale. Mm-hmm. Now here's because a question, I... mm-hmm. right? Not to like cut you off or whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. we go back to AEW. Impact Wrestling hinted at him going over there too. So, my question for you, like, side note, is how would you debut him in Impact, then? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Every year, Impact does the stupid um, thing where they're like, oh, we're going to show everybody that got released by WWE, and yeah. they're going to... Bro, what? Like, every time they do it, and then they bring in, like, not even close to the good people. They just bring in like the randomest part of it. And it's like, I can't trust you guys. Cause like you literally put all of the cool guys there and said, one of these cool, don't trust you. I don't trust yeah. you. I 100% doubt it. Now they might happily surprise me, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like in your mind, like your creative mind, if you were to do it, pull the trigger, have them go to uh, Impact Wrestling, how would you do it? So, I'm not extremely well versed with the feuds. Okay. But I would pull the trigger the X Division match. Like, yeah, Brian is world, like, he's world title material, but Chris Bay, Austin, um, Ace Austin, fucking um, Josh Alexander. Like, all of those people just like going at it with Daniel Bryan like amazing like show scene yeah like, I agree with like you. nothing it's the title situation but like that X Division could be like insane just to add Daniel Bryan to it like let's that's be, the thing let's be honest like since their in- inception the X Division title is where it was at so mm-hmm. why not you know what I mean and eventually build them up to the world title, but like, yeah, that would be awesome. Like, kind of great matches right there built in. Yeah, because like that would definitely just like still the show to the X Division, more eyes to Impact. Yeah, it's like not even that bad. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, that would be. <laughs> yeah, that would be a thing. Speaking of people going places. So Tessa Blanchard 
has been training her ass off. And, well, she's been training with Sasha, and everybody's like, oh, my God. First off, they're like, oh, my God, Sasha, why are you training with her? She's such an evil person. Like, granted, like, that's kind of a thing, but, like, but at the same time, it's like, people keep talking about it, like, her training and this, and everybody skipped over, like, a very important fact that Daga found a home in the USA. And I know you're like, what the fuck? Like, that sounds weird. No, he moved to the USA. It's like, okay, well, he's married to Tessa Blanchard. Oh, okay, now it's starting to come together. They live together. She doesn't want to be without him. He doesn't want to be without her. He's now in the U.S., U.S. citizen. And it's like, okay, well, how do you connect them to WWE? I'm not. Because she may be going to AEW, which was already a rumor that was already circulating that some people have reported on and said out loud that she will be going to AEW. And, I mean, we said it. But more credence to that theory is her training at the Nightmare Factory with... Uh-huh. And that came on a quickly swept under the rug because it popped up online one day. You never seen anything else about it the next day. No one talked about it. It was like, oh, no, 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 let's get it out of here. But you see her training. She's training with Sasha. She's training with Kalisto. She's training with all these people. And you're like, okay. But that Dustin photo just like totally just went away really quick. Like, it, it was the quickest go away that I've ever seen. It was like, huh. That's not suspicious at all. Right. But yeah, that's um, that's looking like that could be a thing. So how do you feel? Right? Like, 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 backpedal a little bit. Like, you asked me a question earlier and I couldn't answer because I wasn't thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Kalisto. He's going to be the Joker. Like, that just popped in my head for no fucking reason. He's going to be the like, Joker. The, the fucking wild card I'm, or whatever for the better part. Because, like, last time it was that side yellow. Yeah, and, like, the funny part is, like, last time we were waiting for people to show up because we were like, oh, it's going to be somebody cool. It's going to be somebody cool. And it was Matt Seidel. And, like, yeah. we literally just started laughing at each other. It's like, fucking Matt Seidel. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is exactly what we say. Like, fucking Matt Seidel. Like, I'm laughing right now because I do remember that. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like, we were so hyped up. That's what I'm thinking about you know? Like, and I hope that, yeah, like I said, I hope that they do something. It's like, it's a couple of people that's not under contract and don't have a non-compete clause that they can use. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, legally, it could be Daniel Bryan. But, yeah. like, I'd rather it wouldn't be. So. Right. But, yeah, like, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. And um, friend of the show, Allison K is working in Ring of Honor. I don't know if we even talked about that earlier. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. You, you meant to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, she's showing up at Ring of Honor in the women's division, which last total rant on like how cool the women's division is going to be. And now added Allison K in is something cool. 
So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Allison did an interview. She did an interview and she was very, very vague on some situations when asked about contract status and where would she wind up. She went a little bit off topic with like the questions of a brought up and like something didn't sit right with me when with a couple of her answers like okay one if you're signing with Ring of Honor you would say I have a Ring of Honor and I won't be doing I won't be competing anywhere I was like okay that would be a thing but the way you kind of answered the of a company questions it was like maybe I wrestled in AEW and like we have a good rapport but like I haven't heard anything back it's like wait a minute I feel like there's more to the situation than what's going on <laughs> like I felt like like I felt like she was saying something but she wasn't saying something like we may like get the ring of honor thing but we may be expecting her in other places and it's like hmm like so we would have to I mean the thing is like I don't want her to go to WWE and that's really weird because I'm using like yeah I think people should go to WWE yeah if she goes to WWE well, no, well, that's what I wanted her there I guess that she was there for the Mayhem Classic I believe yes yeah yeah but I don't want her to go there because I feel like they're gonna sneak her behind the scenes and be like oh you can be a trainer you can be this you can be that and it's yeah. like Okay, yeah, you'll be making good money, but like, I don't think you will be fulfilled because you won't be wrestling. Like, you'll be doing other things, you'll be making good money, but I don't think you would be fulfilled because you're not wrestling. Because you know how WWE is with the, hey, if you're a certain age, mm, we don't want you on TV or we're not going to really use you. And like, she does have a really good wrestling brain. That's like. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem with her being behind the scenes. I don't at all. Like, but if she still wants to wrestle, that's something I would want for her to keep going. But like, we'll see in the next couple couple of months. Um, so there's a wrestler by the name of Speedball Mike Bailey. I don't know the full story because I never really checked into this story because the thing about this story is he got banned from America. Don't know why. And I feel like it was a visa issue and that's why he had like a five year ban. And Speedball Bailey, I mean Speedball Mike Bailey is really nice. He's like he's a really good wrestler. And I feel like it was a visa issue that fucked him over and he didn't make the cut and wasn't able to come back to the USA where he was making a lot of money and he was doing really good. He's a really good wrestler and he's like extremely good. He's, he's been wrestling for like God knows however long. But like most of the guys in the Indies have had matches with him and they have had amazing matches with him. So so it came out that he is getting his visa straightened out but straightened out through WWE okay so 
if WWE is straightening out his visa issue, visa issue out because they're like, hey, you're a good wrestler. We want you to keep wrestling. Straighten out your issue. No. We're straightening out your issue because... (laughs) Yeah. They're straightening out his issue because they want him. And they want him badly. Now, hopefully they straighten it out and everything works out. And it was funny because, like, it wasn't a tweet coming at WWE or coming at anybody named Lufisto. And she had tweeted, yo, I'm having green, like visa issues. And it's really hard for me to get my shit sorted out behind me. She was like, but God damn it, I'm trying. And it's like, that sucks. Like, that fucking sucks. Like that, like that fucking sucks because like she's like she's a good wrestler and she's been wrestling for a while but like that sucks that like a lot of that I didn't realize a lot of different wrestlers have visa issues that is harder to get sorted out without a company behind and that sucks yeah but, sometimes you need the, the machine behind you so you're able to work and also, like, that's bad because it's, like, not only do you need the machine behind you, but, like, the machine, like, you're at the mercy of the machine. Because, like, now you kind of owe them and then behind the scenes and they just, like, sit you there and, like, all right, we'll put you on TV in months, in a month, like, six weeks from now, a year. And then it's, like, you're just sitting there and you're, like, you've been wrestling this whole time and then you have to sit down because... You're at the mercy of this company that just brought you to the, the place where you wanted to be. And now you're here and you have to sit. And that's like, that sucks. That fucking sucks. Like, but on the other hand, like, why is it so fucking hard? Like, why is it so fucking hard? Right? Like, I just, like, I wish that all the wrestlers who have visa issues get their shit sorted out. And, like, hopefully with everything opening up and people getting back to normal, we can all, you know, everything will work out better. Hopefully. Yeah. I think it's way harder now because, like, what's going on in the world right now, you know? So, once all yeah. that calms down a little more, because it's coming down now, but once it comes down a little more, you know, it should be solid. Yeah, it's just really irritating. Yeah. And I, I just wish a lot of people would get their shit together. But um Yeah, um it was something else that I wanted to talk about but I totally forgot. You did you, did you talk about the Davy Richards thing? Yes, I did. I talked about Davy Richards earlier. Oh, okay. Um something else that I wanted to talk about. I can't remember what it is. Like as soon as we're done the podcast, like I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna vent and he's gonna be like what the fuck why did I not say that like, ah. we are resting extra there you go <laughs> I mean we we could do that but like it, it was something that was probably so small and so trivial but yeah like it's it's a lot of stuff that's like going on in wrestling that shouldn't be going on or should be going on just moving parts. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. 
So yeah. Interesting, Freddie. Yeah. Um. What else you got? And I ain't got nothing. <laughs> like I just remembered a, a Damian Richards thing last minute. So no new impact. Oh yeah. Um. New Japan is coming back. Okay. They're coming back. It's going to be interesting because no one knows where this title situation is going to go. Hopefully it goes somewhere really cool. But yeah, no one knows. No you, one. Um, where do you uh, want yeah, it to go? Yes. You also, you asked me off the podcast. Oh, and okay. I said I had no idea. And like I still have no idea. But I want something different. I don't want the same old, same old. I want something different bad. I want something that's going to spark interest in New Japan. Because even a lot of New Japan hardcore is just all like, you know what, man? You know, this kind of sucks. Like, this show kind of sucks. Like, they're, they're fucking up and everything is... I, I, I don't quit on New Japan. I won't quit on New Japan. And I just think that... Like, you don't want like a Okada, a Tanahashi... You don't want no. someone like you want no. someone like a you just throw in a name like a Hiromu or something. I know yeah, that he's a whole class and whatever, but for example, yeah, like if he wasn't injured, like it would be a chance that he could be champion. Yeah. But like, I want something that's going to like spark, and like I don't know what it is because it's like we've seen everything. Like everybody has had the title, and it's like okay, they had a run, and, like, this person can have great matches, great matches. And, like, I'm not talking about, oh, I want somebody just going to show up and just, like, take the thing. If you can't wrestle and you just, like, a big name, you show up and you can't wrestle, then it's like, what are you doing there? Like, like you can't be champion. Like, that sucks. Like, to be honest, and I know this is, like, way out there, but, like, if Daniel Bryan fucking showed up in New Japan, and amazing. He, he like he had an opportunity for that title and won it. Dude, like not only would that like spark in like like just the show period, it was like it would just spark interest in the whole entire wrestling world. And it like just would come alive and be on fire. Yeah. Like it it, it would be it would be amazing. But you know what'd be like the really fucking hilarious funny part to it? What? You know what the funny part would be? If he's still a WWE wrestler, but he wrestles in New Japan for a while. I give a reason. It'd be yeah. great. All these little things that they've been doing lately that no one talks about, that me and you talk about off the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like little small things that, like, I'm not going to take credit for it. You pick up on them. You with some of you. Did they just say that? Yeah, they just said that. Mm hmm. So, like, it's it's a weird thing. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't know, but, like, I feel like, I feel like, deep down inside, I feel like something special is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But do I think it's going to happen? No, because, like, just the pessimistic side of me is like, eh, no, it's not going to happen. But the optimistic side is like, something's going to happen in New Japan. It's going to turn everything cool. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I got you. And you throw in the name Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is the type to do it anywhere he go. 
it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, you see, like I threw him in AEW and I threw him in New Japan. I like, threw him in Impact. <laughs> yeah, you threw him in Impact. Like he's he's everywhere. So MLW got their whole draft thing going. Like, what if they drafted him? Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because like every time we say something on this podcast, it literally gets picked up and thrown around the internet. And we don't get credit for it, but it's like picked up and thrown around and people just like, yeah, I thought of this myself. Like, it's that's not happening. Like a lot of stuff that we say, like people weeks after, months after go, hey, I, I thought of this idea. And it's like, no, you got that from the podcast. Like we said it nowhere else said that, like this was brand new stuff. Like this was totally brand new stuff. They're like, no, 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 they're like, Throw this out of my head. What do, what do you think about this, guys? Like, no, that's from here. From these guys. We guys. It would be nice if we got some credit. I'm, I'm just saying. In my case, like, pay him. Like, you don't even got to pay me. Just, like, a little bit of credit would be nice for the little bit of contribution I put in the show. It's like, he does most of the work. You know what I mean? I mean, he edits the show. He puts it together. <laughs> He stays up with his job and he does the editing. <laughs> so yeah, he he does a lot of the work. He fixes everything. Like it wouldn't be possible to hear if it wasn't for him. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just let us know. I mean, just, you know. So any- person who's following us, like, at least hit us up on the, on the DM. Like, yeah, that was a good show. You know. Yeah, just like this, this say, this say, yeah, yeah, I agree, totally agree. Just, just, just saying, dude. Because we know you follow us. And ironically, you put up the same stories. So, yes. So, um, anything else? Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, this podcast, it was great, but we don't want all the hate. You talking all that smack, we gonna punch you right in your back. Because any rapper can rap, but when you rap, it tastes like crap. You know, you all suck, but we don't give up. Ha <laughs> yeah. The acclaimed head. We're out. Fuck this shit.